It is morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. You believe it is. That's really good. Well, hey, special thing happening in Kansas City today, right? We're starting the I Am series. And here's the deal. We want to unlock some things as it relates to our personal identity and get a sense of who God is. Yes, I know there's something else happening amazing in Kansas City today. And matter of fact, I don't know, we didn't get the memo. Some of us are dressed alike. Um, So are you excited about the Chiefs? That's amazing. Yes, starting it off. Uh, I already had comments. You know that I came from New England, uh, born and raised there. I already had comments. They thought I'd be wearing a Antonio Brown shirt. So no, no, I'm trying to, I'm getting converted. I mean, that's what we do at church, right? We get converted. So I am, I'm trying, I'm trying really hard. This year I'm gonna go for it, all right? So we're gonna start the season right and make that happen. So as we jump into this series, I've got some questions for you this morning. What if you already had everything you need to build the life that God has for you? What if you could design your life in such a way that when you reach at the end of your life, you could celebrate hitting the mark? What if we could know and tap into the one thing that God put us into a, uh, in the earth to accomplish, that no matter what I'm doing, I'm doing that thing? What if God's been dreaming over your life, over my life, since the beginning of time? And what if that dream was knowable, Nameable and livable. What if the world was waiting, your work world, your friend world, your family world, your neighborhood world? What if they were waiting for you to step into that life and to live it out? And what if living out that life was actually the most exhilarating and impactful life you could ever have and there would be a lasting legacy beyond your years. Would you be willing to spend a little time to get clear about the rest of your time? Would you be willing to spend a few days to get clear about the rest of your days? Well, that's the opportunity for us over the next seven weeks. We're gonna go on a journey, it's a journey of clarity, and it's a journey about the rest of our days. And we're gonna look at this character named David. How many of you are familiar with David in the Bible? Okay. He was a shepherd boy, turned warrior, poet, king, had a bunch of blunders in there, murder, adultery. God got a hold of his heart and said of his life, this man is a man after my own heart. We're gonna look at his life and see how the intersection of a life like David and a life like ours, or a life like David's intersecting with the story and life of God can inform our lives and help us unlock, be the keys to help us understand who am I? Big questions, what am I here to do? Big question, what fuels me? Big question, where am I going? Big question, how can I take my next step? See, deep down, we have a desire for each one of those questions and similar questions like it to be answered. True? How many of you want answers to those questions in your life? 
See, what God does is he comes into our life and says, look, I have direction for you. I can instruct you to get answers to these large questions. We all long for stunning clarity in our lives, but most of us are resolved that it's not possible for me. It's possible for somebody else, but but here's what God does. He comes and says, it is possible for you, for me, and he invites us, our lives, to intersect with his life and his story, and in that place, we can find and begin the journey of clarity and have stunning clarity. I have a dear friend named uh, Dave Rhodes, and he says it this way. Clarity isn't everything, but it changes everything. Clarity's not everything, but it does change everything. And this clarity, it actually doesn't come easy. It actually, it takes an investment. And when it comes to the clarity of our lives, most of us actually feel like we're driving a car into the sun, somebody threw mud on the windshield, and we're blinded, and we can't see because of the residue to navigate where we're going. How many of you feel like that in life? Often. Driving a car into the sun, mud on the windshield. So my son, I told you two weeks ago, started his driving regimen. We're going to start there. Mud on the windshield, driving into the sun. Say, son, this, no, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, But that's how we feel in life. In in fact, here's what happens. We want clarity really fast. I mean, we love the drive-through, we love the microwave, and we're just hoping, could clarity from point A to point B, could it just be a, a straight line? Could it be like a beeline from where I am to that clarity if I could just have it and I can just have it now? When in reality, it's often more like walking in circles. The journey to stunning clarity in our lives can feel like I'm taking a walk in circles. This journey about clarity, about God's story, about my story, about who we are, about what gives us power in life, about where I'm going and what's next, often isn't like that straight line, beeline. It's like walking in circles. Now here's the journey picture. It's like ascending up a mountain, that as you ascend up that mountain, what happens? You get greater perspective about what's going on. Or it's like actually drilling down. And at greater depths, what happens? You find the gems of life that you're actually looking for. So what if our lives, what if your life, my life, were actually like an arrow in the hand of God? We talk about being arrows out here, but what if your life was like this arrow in the hand of God that he crafted to actually hit a target? What if your life and my life were crafted for a precision purpose? A special, unique purpose? Well, you thought we were done with Ephesians, right? Can we go back there? We're gonna pull some things we learned out of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter two actually gives us a picture of this for us. Here's what God says. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So God has actually crafted us like that arrow, 
precision, we're workmanship, but for a particular purpose. Can you pull it back up one more time? Back one slide. There you go. For good works that he prepared beforehand. He has been dreaming over our lives since the beginning of time, and he has these works. They're actually like targets for our lives that God has been dreaming over us. And then he invites us to dream with him and to co-create, to participate, to contribute, to discover. And what it becomes, it actually becomes like a bullseye for our life. Where with confidence, we can say this is who I am in light of who God is. And with boldness, we can actually live out the good works that God has for us. Now people, do you, do you believe that that's possible? I hear a yes, the same guy whose phone went off, it's okay. It's okay, your phone can go off here. Uh, if you're gonna answer it, just go outside the building. Do you think it's possible to have unlocked the understanding of my identity and my purpose and what fuels me and what God has for me? You might say, Jay, I think that's possible for you. It's more possible wearing a Mahomes shirt. Come on. Are you, not a, are you not a Chiefs fan? I'm getting close, I'm getting close to Chiefs fan. I could be pulled to the other side. Friends, it's possible for you to know deeply who God's made you to be, what he's called you to do. Yes, it takes a journey that doesn't always feel comfortable, but it's an amazing journey, and so this personal clarity journey, it actually has a source, and this identity is sourced in the I am. We'll explain that in a moment. So here's the deal, I'm not the great I am, you're not the great I am, but I am who he says I am. We just sang about that. You are who he says you are. We find our identity in the great I am. And so there's this definitive pattern in the Bible. That when a life intersects with God's life and that encounter, there's an opportunity for us to learn who he is, discover who we are, learn his ways for our life, and then discover the dreams that he has for us, the role that he's called us to play, and realize it's an epic role with a lasting legacy. That if we'll give ourselves to discover, we'll be able to play all the days of our lives. So as we, we look into the Bible, there, one of the earliest, one of the clearest accounts of this is the life of Moses. So I asked you if you knew the life of David. We're gonna talk about it through the series, but today, I just wanna look at the life of Moses. The, the scriptures can be a picture for us to see, okay, what happens in a life that could possibly happen in my life? How many of you are familiar with Moses? Okay, he's that Jewish baby in the bulrushes, raised in Pharaoh's house. Pharaoh was the leader of Egypt. He was the one that God came to in that burning bush experience. We'll read that in a moment. God asked him to lead his people out of captivity to kind of unlock their captivity and move them through the Red Sea experience, parted miraculously, and then they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. You might say, well, that's not the legacy I want. 
No, but it'll be informative to us about how God encounters us. So I want to take us into Exodus chapter 3. It won't all be on the screens for you. What I'd like to do is just read and let the power of God's word just penetrate our hearts. You can close your eyes. Don't fall asleep. Let me read. Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he led his flock on the west side of the wilderness and came to Herob, the mountain of God. Now as I read, I want you to put yourself in his place. Because God comes to an ordinary man in an ordinary way, or an ordinary time in his life, in an extraordinary way. Comes up alongside, encounters him, begins to explain who he is, what he has for him, calls him to a risky moment, it's a call to courage, and then promises he'll be with him. It's the same way that God interacts with people all throughout the Bible, and it's a guarantee that that's how he works with us. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. If that happened in your backyard, what would you do? Now think about your backyard. I mean, do you have a burning bush in your backyard? Do you have a she shed in your backyard? And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire outside of the midst of a bush, and he looked, and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. When the Lord saw that he turned aside, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near, take your sandals off your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am the God of your father and the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob and Moses. He hid his face for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings. And I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land to a good and broad land and a land flowing with milk and honey. I bet you Moses is getting quite excited right now. Okay, God's gonna do a great thing, but here's the catch. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel have come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children out of Israel? of Israel out of Egypt. And he said, but I will be with you, this is God, and this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is your name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people, I am has sent me to you. So we've actually pulled the title of this series right out of this text because it's so informative to us. Here's what it indicates to me as it relates to my story in my life. God comes to me, an ordinary guy, 47, almost 48, balding, ordinary guy, doing ordinary things. But he comes to me in an extraordinary way. It might not be a burning bush on the side of the desert, but it might be my she shed in the backyard. 
God gets his attention and he creates an interplay with Moses, just like he does with us. And in that interplay, he begins to give instructions to Moses and he says, look, I'm gonna meet you right where you are. And I'm gonna deliver you from that place and I have an epic role for you to play. And what I love about Moses, he said, hold the phone, hold the phone. He starts to have the self-doubt. Do you have that self-doubt? Even now you might. You might say, Jay, this is impossible for me. Then you're just like Moses. Wait a second, God, who, who am I that I could be a part of that? And God reorients him by saying, no, no, it's not about who you are, it's about who I am. And he, then he says, okay, I, I get it, but I got some real questions. I mean, you're gonna go want me to talk to these people that don't even really know me. What am I gonna say to them? And he says, well, tell them that I am has sent you. This is how God talks about himself, I am. And what's amazing in how he kind of ends this narrative story with Moses, he says, Hey, don't worry about all that because what? I will be with you. So for Moses, it's a gift of encounter. It's a journey of discovery. It's the promise of presence. For you and for me, as we walk over these weeks together, it's the same gift of encounter. It's the same gift of a journey of discovery. It's the same promise of the presence of God. If you're an ordinary gal, an ordinary guy, doing ordinary things, there's a God in the universe who wants to intersect your life, my life, come up alongside you in extraordinary ways and begin to have a conversation with you that will unlock your understanding of who he is in a greater way, an understanding of who you are in a deeper way, and allow you to say, what am I made for? What are the passions of my life? What is the power for living? And how can I take my next step? Now, I just wanna know, do you believe that's possible, people? Do you want that? Is there something deep down inside of you that says, I really do want that? Well, that's what this journey over the next seven weeks is all about. We're gonna look at the life of David and we're gonna see how his life can serve as an example to my life, to your life, so that we can navigate and discover the answer to these large questions. Because here's what happens when we go into the Bible just like when Julie stood up here and said, hey, I wanted somebody to come alongside, send me a text, give me a call, give me a personal encouragement. What she found was is God actually wanted to communicate to her out of his written word, the Bible. And the Bible just gives us, it, it gives us a picture. It's like a picture book where we can see how God interacted by way of story with people's, real people's lives. And this picture and these stories and the stories we hear from other people, it then turns to like a mirror for you and me where I can begin to see myself in it. And that mirror draws me in. And over time, I begin to walk that out and it becomes a way of seeing of life. Oh, this is who I am and I can take those steps. This is the, the purpose I have in my life. These are the good works that God has planned for me. 
So here's the chance in this series to go on a journey that is epic for our lives, to take a journey that at the end of our lives can actually be a lasting legacy. The chance is this, God encounter. The opportunity each week that we could encounter God here in worship and in the scriptures and in prayer and in one another. The chance is encountering God right where you are in your life situation and like a circumstance. The chance is to encounter God right where you are to name who you are. And here's the challenge. The challenge is this. Would you join us each week for the next seven weeks as we take this I am clarity journey? That's the ask today. Would you invest some of your time to get clear about the rest of your time? Would you be willing to invest some of your days to get clear about the rest of your days? That's the appeal. And if you wanna take a deeper dive, Tuesday evenings, we have the I Am course, 6.30 to eight o'clock. Now you might feel like, are you doing a big sell job to me? No. No, I just happen to know that you are our masterpiece created in Christ Jesus for good works. And if you don't know who that is, the I am, if you don't know who you are, he can tell you. And if you don't know the good works, we can discover that together. And I can't think of anything more exhilarating than that than to take a little time to get clarity about all of my time. That's the appeal. So on Tuesday nights, if you wanna take a deeper dive, we'll be around tables potentially in this room. Cost of the course gets you materials. In the materials, the deeper dive just gives you tools to walk through your own story, to walk through your own passions, to walk through your own giftings, to walk through how to take a next step. It's really, really powerful. We've had several hundred folks go through a similar journey. We're gonna have stories from our own people. We're gonna have communicators each week from among us come and just challenge us out of the life of David. So here's what I'd like to do. This is the call to courage moment. Take out your phones and go with me to the app. If you go to the app, all right, take your phones out. I know you want to. You've been texting the whole time anyway. <laughs> When's this guy gonna get done? He's blowing smoke about we can have a great life. No. So second down from the left, you can sign up with the I Am course. Click there, you can go ahead and sign up. You can go onto our website, under the event tab, it says, okay, this is the featured event. You can go into the hub and we've got opportunity there and iPads, you can go ahead and sign up. Again, here's my appeal, can you give 90 minutes a week just a little time to figure out the rest of your time? That's the appeal, that's the call to courage. This is an all play for us. Could you imagine what would happen in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our workplaces, in our city, if each of us got unlocked for the masterpiece that we are and we got on with the works of God that he has for us? Now here's what I know. As Hotlanders, many of you already know that. I get that. But if there's something that's drawing you in about this series, about this course, I just wanna invite you 
to take that step of courage. Because what we'll do is we'll invest the time together, we'll take this clarity journey toward the great I am, and we'll discover as a result who I am, who you are for ourselves. Let's pray together. Father, I just wanna say thank you for this Sunday, this marked moment in time. Thank you for your goodness in our lives. Thank you that you meet us right where we are. Thank you that we can know who you are. Thank you that we can be on a journey together for clarity. So would you lead us in this call to courage? As we go together as a community over the next several weeks, would you help us to see you more deeply and understand ourselves more clearly? And we just say thank you in the name of Jesus.